Zach, I gotta give you kudos, man. Really? That's rare. What happened? You just killed it in our off-show interview. Thank you, dude. That was that was dope. It was a. I'm still kind of like amazed that it even happened. Like they they kind of have this thing, like like don't interview your heroes or like don't like you know because you might set an expectation and then it sometimes doesn't live up to the hype. Right. But dude, a hundred percent that interview with Bruce uh definitely lived up to the hype. It was fantastic, man. I didn't have much to add. Uh I think you did a really you had really good questions. Um and he's just an awesome dude. That was a great, great interview. Thank you so so much. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. You brought in the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us as we can collecting. That's right. We are wow. joined uh by some beautiful boys in the chat already. Sean Yachty, Scott Bradley, Sean Fear, our wonderful sponsor, Dean. He re he re-upped for a whole nother month. What a what an angel. Dude, what a guy. He's what a so guy. cool. Uh I need to, <laughs> Sean, hit me up. <laughs> I, I need to get that head skull from you. No, he, he it shipped uh I think uh Friday. What, what an angel? He didn't even tell me I need to give him some monies. Cause that's yeah. how that works. What a guy. Uh yeah, just a quick second. I want to thank Water Scrapyard. He's such a sweet guy. Sorry, I totally lost track of the, the show opening. I was so <laughs> amped from our interview yeah, like dude. an hour ago that I, <laughs> I just for, totally fumbled this interview. And this amped for this show. Amped for this show indeed, Dean. We have uh, a, a fantastic show planned for all the lovely ladies and gentlemen watching live. Yeah, yeah, Before we yeah, get into yeah. the news, though, Dean, we have, uh, frankly, the greatest segment on this show. Oh, yeah. Are you ready? Yes. It's new this week. That's so fucking crispy, dude. Uh, what'd you get new this week? So uh, I had, I was not super busy, but it was a good week. I finally managed to track this figure down. Pui Pui from Dragon Ball Z from the nice. Majin Saga, which <laughs> is kind of a throwaway character, but that's why I wanted him on the shelf because it's so funny. Yeah, he he's gonna fight Vegeta, and and Vegeta's kind of kicking his ass. So he's like, okay, well he the room changes, and they go to like his home planet, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna kick your ass now, Vegeta, because it's it's uh, ten times or what was it, ten times Earth gravity, three times Earth gravity, and <laughs> Vegeta's like, okay, maybe if it was five hundred times Earth gravity, you might have a chance, but. I train in that shit all the time. And Pui, Pui's like, you're lying. And Vegeta just mops the floor with them. Get and your it, buckets out. Yeah, and it scales pretty well with the figures. So, hey, nice. Always, uh, not always all the right? time do these scale properly. Um, but this one does, so I was pretty excited. Yeah. And he's actually kind of an expensive figure. How much um, was that figure? This one, dude, after like trying to track one down for a decent price, I got this one for 10 shipped. But a lot of times he's like 25 or 30. Yeah, those uh weird. Well, those older figures can be quite expensive. I mean, if you think about it, there's that's like the only pui pui. Right. Like, like you know, some of those ones that are more expensive, uh, it's because there's not a lot of uh different yeah. choices for that character and figure arts will probably never touch that character i don't think so so he's yeah, a one like, episode character <laughs> those those 
like I said, kind of throwaway characters that you want on the shelf. Is that's the only way you're going to get is the Irwin Jackson versions. Yeah. Um, so you're right. A lot of those are are kind of expensive, considering you know they're not as nice as figure arts. Um, but uh, and then I also got this Goku. It's actually a knockoff, which I was kind of disappointed in. Uh huh. Um, it's pretty sweet. I like the pose, and it's it's Goku. So like, what's there not to like? Um, but I will say this: this is so cool that I'm just gonna drop the money on the real one. Uh, yeah. That's how awesome this one is. That uh-huh. um, I know the real one's gonna be even better. Um, and then sweet Danny Lee. I don't think he's in the chat. Oh yeah, there he is. He sent me this this week, which is another Lisa figure. Lisa Hayes. It's the same one, but I, it was after the show last week, so I've plugged it a few times. Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, like one of my childhood crushes, man. Lisa is a babe. Boys like Minmay, men like Lisa. She is a boss. Uh, he sent me two of them. I have the other one already set up, so but this one's so cool. Um, yeah. And then this is one figure we have shared for this week, which is rare. Yeah, I don't think it's happened very often. I don't I can't think of a time it has happened. There's been times where I'll have a figure that you have had or vice versa, but never the same week. Yeah. Uh, and it is the SH Figure Arts Great Ape Vegeta. Here, Dean, hold yours up so we can get a, a little shot there. Look at this. What do you think about it, Dean? Dude, it it definitely has its flaws, but this is easily one of the greatest things in my collection. Like, to have a, a large-scale Great Ape Vegeta on the shelf that you've wanted since you were a kid. You know, uh-huh. we've grown up with Dragon Ball Z our whole lives. Uh-huh. And to finally have, it's a little expensive, but this is, I think this is a figure that's going to be easily like tripled in value eventually, yeah. if not more. Uh-huh. Um, sold out almost immediately. Uh, luckily, Stevens had one for me on hold. Um, but by the time I picked mine up, he only had one left and he had got 10 of them in the day yeah. before like it immediately almost sold out yeah um it's dude no corners cut this thing is so good yeah i'd like to hear your thoughts so i think i think you're right like this is a figure that they really can't half ass um one because it's so huge like any any half assery on this figure would like just snap immediately. Like this is a hefty, hefty boy. Yeah. Thick boy. Um, I think it's great. It's not a lot of paint, which I actually like. I don't like my figures to have a lot of paint because then it leads to paint chipping. Do solo camo um, real quick. <clears throat> let me solo cam you like that. Look at this cake. Why does he got so much ass? Double cheeked <laughs> up on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Hella ass. The sun is still out. <laughs> the moon is still out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's really good. I had it on pre-order with Steven. I had a bunch of store credit, so you know that pretty much paid for it. But uh really good figure. I mean, you hear these nice little uh, my mic's over here, nice little ratchet joints everywhere you go. I mean, you can't beat it. Uh fantastic sculpt work. Uh there's some people complaining about the size, but uh, we've mentioned it before. The size on this is not possible to be in scale with figures. No, it'd be you know, unless you're getting a, a six foot tall figure that's going to be thousands of dollars. Yeah, I think this is reasonable. I think maybe my only complaint is I would have liked a miniature Goku that wasn't in the palms uh, yeah. included. I, I do have one that's in scale, uh, but that is uh, sort of a hard to find little thing. Uh, I think you just showed off one of my biggest complaints scene right there. Is I feel like. This I want joint? to see if there's a way to pop that joint open and put some joint juice in there to tighten it up just a little bit. Uh, that's the weakest joint on the figure. I mean, yeah. everything else I think is really solid. I appreciate the ab crunch. I mean, I do. Uh, Cause you don't really get much in the chest region. Yeah. Like it, it really doesn't. It's mostly in like the waist. Yeah. Like the waist. But crunch. The second you get a weird pose, 
and that falls forward, the whole figure will fall. Now it comes with a stand, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but like there are some poses I wanted to get where he's he is crouching, but that I don't know what it is about that movement that just topples the figure. Yeah. Um I guess all the weight is right in this region. Well, yeah, like there's a die the cast like, bar. Yeah. Um so the second that hinge falls forward, it's kind of game over. But that's like one of my only complaints. Everything else is just nitpicky. Like if you yeah. over articulate the hands, they'll pop off. But it's because of the sculpt, not because the joints are bad. Yeah. Um, the face plate, the nose comes off, so you can swap out the eyes. Um, I'm only ever gonna display it with the damaged eye. Uh-huh. Um, so it's not that big a deal to me, but I just put a piece of scotch tape on the nose because it, it falls off really easily. I use joint juice and it fixed mine perfectly. Um, but other than that, dude, it's a home run, dude. It's a slam dunk. It's it is a, all it's of the above. nomination for the non traditional scale figure of the year. It's that yeah, good. Easy, easy. I, I really love it, and I really hope that Dragon Ball collectors support this release because, you know, if this does well, I mean, it seems like they have a good base to take this and then make just a regular... Yeah, a Gohan or a Dragon Ball the, Goku version. Exactly, or even a Bardock um, from the anime. I mean, oh, you know, supporting good. this is... Uh, I think it's paramount for us to be able to get some of those figures that I personally need to have like if they make a goku uzaru goku slash gohan because they're pretty much indistinguishable yeah uh that would be uh, a day one pre-order for me uh other things uh i did pick up from mercari the timeless pete and this was uh, hey. a really cool figure i really like it i'm considering doing a review on this for the channel it's a very simple figure uh it's only a few bucks but just a really nice little figure by diamond select they continue to impress me this year and then uh at gamestop uh, I had some credit and got the pilot Luke Dude. and holy Jesus. Tell me I'm wrong. You know, I Tell didn't want to give I'm it wrong. to you. I didn't want to give it to you guys, but God damn, this might be both the under $30 and one 12 scale figure of the year. This thing is ridiculous. It's so I, my only complaint is I wish he had a second head where you had hair on it. Cause you can take the helmet off and he has like the flight bib on his head. Right. Um, but like a that's such a small complaint that, uh, and, and we talked about this on the show when this first came out, Dean, and you were saying you would have rather have had them solo pack Dak by himself. And uh, you could having, make an argument either way. You can make the argument either way, but I think that doing this, I, I don't think I would have, pick this up if it was Dak, even if it was as good as this, but with the Dak head sculpt in the helmet. Picking this up because it's Luke, though, really makes me want to get that snow speeder. Again, Dean, you're a big fan of the, um, regardless, you would have done it either way. Like, you would want the snow speeder if you got Dak, or you'd want the snow speeder if you got Luke. But yeah. for me, I would have never touched this figure if it was Dak. And I certainly wouldn't right. have been interested in the speeder with Luke uh, by itself. If they... Having Luke is fantastic because I now have Luke. If they had put this in the snowspeeder, I would have probably just bought the snowspeeder. Yeah. Um, before even knowing how great this figure is, because it's like that's a really iconic Luke Skywalker look. I want to have that on the shelf. Yeah. Um, and if the only way to get it is to spend 120 bucks on the snowspeeder, like fuck i guess i gotta do it um but to solo pack it it does make you like oh shit well that snow speeder is looking pretty tempting now i mean you could make an argument either way um i yeah. i didn't have to spend 120 bucks but what i have prob probably this thing is so freaking fantastic we got a bunch of other people in the chat sean s scott bradley ninja squirrel 30 uh eddie a uh, bunch of sweet angels in the chat. Dean, let's get into this week's news. Whoa. Six got weird. Is it a repack of the 40th anniversary? Yeah. Yeah, because mine that I purchased was the 40th anniversary. Yeah. So you so can get it the 40th card just or the new wave card. 
with just the box. We got Chris Rizzo in the chat. Sorry, guys, the slides just crashed on me. Let me oh, pull it back up for you. Uh, but yeah, let's get into the news this week. Now, we had a pretty tremendous bit of news uh, literally right <clears throat> when we shut the show off. Uh, in Ahsoka, Tano, and the 501st Trooper. Now, Ahsoka does come in at $250, uh, releasing Q4 2021. I think it looks fantastic. Personally, I think that, uh, and we mentioned this on our little emergency after dark, I think the pleather long-term is going to give you some issues. But other than that, the fact that the uh, tendrils, they have a little wire in them so that they're bend bendable to articulate them as they get out of the way. The eyes do have a sort of PERS type system where it's the single eye rolling feature. Uh, I, I think that this is a, uh, a fantastic release and it also hints at a potential uh, Clone Wars Darth Maul, what do you think, Dean? Uh, I don't really give a shit about Darth Maul, just to be honest. <laughs> Not about Darth Maul. What do you think about Ahsoka? Uh, dude, honestly, it looks really good. I'm not in a rush to pre-order it because it doesn't come out forever. Yeah. Uh, I have both Mandalorians, Cody, and Rex on pre-order, so mm -hmm. I'm literally in no rush to put another figure on pre-order. Yeah. Uh, but I do feel like this is a figure you should pre order if you want it. I feel like if you try and wait, you're not going to get it. Um, yeah. And there's actually a little bit of, uh, um, I think it was Alter Ego. I don't know if I put it in the show sheets. Uh, they, they released a statement in email. And let me see if I can pull it up real quick. But basically, they said that depending on like past orders, Stores only get allotted so many, um, so many quantity of Ahsoka. Manny's over here making fun of my pronunciation when he's also not recording. So I don't know, man. Uh, they only get so much uh, quantity. Their their statement says, uh, "Hi, Dylan. As I'm typing this, I have five Hot Toys Ahsoka figures left. That's on the second batch that I was able to get." The first batch sold out in 12 hours, and so did the 501st Battalion Deluxe Clone Trooper. Today, I'm giving you a peek behind the curtain as to why. Hot Toys are the most popular collector figure in the market. Sideshow is the U.S. distributor for Hot Toys. Sideshow also sells direct to you, and they make more per figure than they do, which is something we've theorized in the past and uh, as confirmed here. Uh, so it makes good business sense for them to try to sell more to you rather than to make less selling more to retailers. Retailers are able to order a set number of pieces of any Hot Toys figure. This number is based on their past order history. So if you're a very small account, maybe you can order more figures. If you're a large account, maybe you can order, let's say, 100 figures. Sometimes we sell out of something super fast. We can order more, but that is on a case-by-case -case basis. I wish I could order as many Hot Toys figures to meet demand. I actually could years ago, but I don't think we'll ever get back to that point. Now, that is a point that uh, our friend Stephen Collectible is having some problems with is yeah. uh, his business has grown to that point where he's not able to all the time. I mean, he's fantastic, but not every single figure he can get the quantity that his customers want. And it goes back to that point where Hot Toys, Rat Sideshow, uh, they do limit the number of figures that each store can order. And for us, like we get a better deal ordering from Steven uh, and, and other people also order from Steven throughout the nation. And, uh, you know, it just kind of sucks. But uh, this is a figure that's selling super hot. Uh, but one thing that I think is even hotter is the 501st Battalion Clone Trooper. We have people buying six, 12 of these. Like, I mean, this figure is, I mean, they're going to make a ton of them because the demand is ridiculously high. Yeah. Uh, the Deluxe comes in at 250 Q4 2021. The regular comes in at 220 uh, The difference being the, um, the Gatling gun, the backpack, and the two helmets, the Phase 1 and the Ahsoka. I believe it's the, f what is her battalion? The 442nd? I don't know off the, the two twenty first something like that, but anyways, so the the basic package comes with only the uh, phase two helmet with the uh, other two helmets being deluxe exclusives. Only a thirty dollar difference. I think if you're even remotely interested in any of these accessories, it's an easy buy. You know, when this figure comes out, TNS is probably going to sell the helmets for fifty to sixty dollars a piece. Yeah, the backpack I mean, twenty bucks and the Gatling gun. Those usually come in at about twenty five bucks on the secondary market. So if you have Captain Rex, he already comes with one of these helmets. So you could buy one deluxe and one regular and save some money and use that other one that comes with Rex mm -hmm. for the second trooper. And then obviously you have the deluxe with all the helmets. 
Um, That's it, the thing, though, is at Secret Base, Jenkin Wong, I believe he asked them if the one that comes with Rex can be placed onto this new basic figure. And they didn't give him a yes or no answer, but the staff member said they didn't believe it could be. So it could be that um, the, nothing a two part mold won't fix. Well, nothing a two part mold won't fix, but then again, there's literally nothing a two part mold won't fix. So, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, if there, if you want to do it, you can make it happen. Um, they're not going to bully me into spending another, you know, $75 on the deluxe or whatever the price difference, 30 bucks difference. Uh, I probably won't buy one of these anyway. Um, because I have Cody and Rex coming, and I already have ten clones. <laughs> like, I don't need a a no name clone on my shelf. Um, yeah. I have a Commander Ville that I can easily tear <laughs> apart and drop one of these helmets on that comes with Rex, mm-hmm. and I have one of Ahsoka's clones. Like, I don't, I don't need to army build this. I just don't. Um, now if it was Jesse, Arc Trooper Jesse, I'd Jesse, I'd probably order it immediately. You know what I mean? Um, that's just my preference. If you want to army build them, yeah, go ahead. Like, I think it's cool. I think it's fucking awesome. But I think this figure is going to be nuclear hot. I'd rather, I'd just rather have clones with names, I guess, that are recognizable instead of just, I mean, I guess if you want to be specific, I mean, Apo in episode three is just like a basic, like all the five of first. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, all that stuff came after the movie. Your mileage may vary, but uh, but um, yeah, it's just yeah, again, personal preference. I think it's great. I I just don't, I can't justify spending another, like I said, I have so many figures on pre order. Like, yeah, why add to it for a no name stormtrooper, basically? But you're looking at it from a person that has 10 clones. If right. you're someone that has no clones, and oh, yeah, this clone is a market is yeah. slam dunk. Dude, you know it's I mean? a no brainer. If you have no clones, because clones, I got in like right on the ground floor, like yeah. right before they took off. So I think the most expensive one I bought was Bly at 250. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you could touch Bly for that much money. Anymore. No, you could, you can't touch any of those name commanders for that price. Um, Sean Yahtzee says the Ahsoka clones are the 332nd. Thank you for that, Sean. Appreciate yeah. Leonardo uh, says he's waiting on a $25 off sideshow coupon to order. So, yeah, I think this is again, I think this is great for me personally. It's easy pass. Um, but there are ways around the, the instead of buying only the deluxe one, but you said yeah. it was only $30 difference. That's nothing. Yeah, that really it's is like a black series figure these days. Yeah. Um, you get so much more to help with the Gatling gun, the backpack, the jetpack. I mean, or is the jetpack on the regular one too? Jetpack is, uh, according to this graphic, it's on the regular as well. Okay. Um, yeah, 30 bucks is really nothing. Those helmets alone are going to be more than that. Yeah, I think it's a slam dunk. Now, Asmus did say that their first batch of 500. Uh, Gandalf the Greys are shipping November 2020, which means that the first batch, I believe, is approximately uh, one year late. I vaguely remember the first batch was or the the release was supposed to be Q4 to Q1 of last year. This oh, Q4 of last year, Q1 of this year. Um, we've seen some production photos. They posted a little bit of a video, and um, the photos that they showed were like really. Like, you know, if this is a completed figure here. The photos that they showed were like maybe 50% done. So yeah. I'm I'm really not sure how they're going to hit that mark. But I will um, say this. This thing looks fucking fantastic. Dude, if I, can sell, still. if I can sell like my Kylo, I think I'm going to buy this. Maybe it's this looks fantastic. It looks so good. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, if that's what took them so long, like, hey. As long as the product's better at the end, I don't care how long it takes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I think that might be the case. I think they mentioned like COVID has impacted them. And then, of course, the process of hand rooting, you know, any number of sculpts, right. I think has definitely led to some setbacks. Uh, Super Mad or Young Rich, rather, has shown their uh, Zendaya one six scale figure. And real dirty like this. Now, I'll say this. I think the outfit looks great. Oh yeah, right. I think the accessories look really good. Uh, this is coming in at 142, releasing Q1 2021. 
I think where you lose me a little bit is the head sculpt. I, I'll say the same thing. I was going to say this about Ahsoka, but we moved on right before I could. Uh, this is easily something Sean can fix. Water scrap. Yeah, water scrapyard. Yeah. I'll probably immediately change out the head sculpt on that Ahsoka. As good as it looks, it just it doesn't look like the show. It doesn't look like an actress that we've seen yet. Um, th- same thing here. Like, if you want to get this figure and it's cheap enough, you could immediately make it better with a third party head sculpt that you know yeah. Watto could do literally overnight. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's cool. I I I wouldn't. Again, if the price is right, I could easily see myself getting this for my Spider Man. One forty two. It's not terrible. It's not terrible at all. I'd probably be more. I'd like it more like one fifteen ish. Because, like, really, like, I don't know. Well, I guess it does come with a lot of accessories. Yeah, Manny says the hair. I think the hair is the worst part. Like, the face, I could forgive it in the sense, like, it's a third party. And, like, you know, maybe they're skating the line, like, just close enough. But the hair, man, I don't know what it is, but it's bad. And this is Young Rich, which is even weirder. I will say this. I think Young Rich is doing one of these right now. (laughs) The quality of the first figure was superior. The second one was, like, down here. I don't know, man. I think they're I mean, kind of you have them, down. so I mean, yeah, I trust what you're gonna say about it. But just from what I've seen, Young Rich has done pretty good. So for them yeah. to, I mean, again, it's just a like a first picture we've seen. It could, it could get better from here. And that's true because Young Rich did update the the Miles Morales with some feedback based on the first one. So <laughs> you know. Um, Ninja says he's been uh, in regards to Gandalf. He's been smoking too much halfling's leaf. The wizard is never late or early. He arrives precisely when he means to. <laughs> that is true. So he, he's actually Damn. not 11 months early. He's actually exactly on time. Uh, Manny says, Dean, you need the so so head sculpt. Yeah, that thing is. Chris got, they got the resting bitch face, right? Okay. I was wondering what RBF was, yeah, and cool. I was not sure. Now, we talked about this in the form of a teaser last week, but DID did put up their uh, Miller from Saving Private Ryan up for pre order. Uh, 192 buys you this releasing October 2020. Uh, the 192 was the price, I believe, on TNS. You can pre-order this in the United States through Toy Anxiety and Monkey Depot. I think it looks good. I'm not a huge fan of the expression. He does make that face in the film a few times, but um, the accessories are literally fantastic. They're just yeah. uh, insane. Cool. Some of the detail on the different pieces there. Um, um if you kind of have this character on your shelf, I would say this is probably one of the best likenesses of Tom Hanks I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Um, that isn't like a custom sculpt that's way too expensive. Yeah. Um I, I don't I don't care that much for that movie or specifically that character. So what? Um it's a fantastic <laughs> film, dude. I don't know. It's, what is with you? You don't like Gladiator? You don't like Saving Private Ryan? What's the I didn't problem, dude? I didn't like it. It's just like not my favorite. Like I'd rather watch a Band of Brothers for a whole show than watch this one movie. You know what I mean? Like there's better things to watch. I can't say that I do, Dean. DJ says, "Why is he doing the stank face?" It's because he's in the middle of a war that he doesn't want to be in. He's an English teacher, my friend. Well, he does not want to be there. There's a bunch of dead Germans around them. They all shit themselves when they die. Oh, Dean, <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you talk about this one because you were so excited. Tormund Giants Vein is like, I mean, I love the Onion Knight. You know, Sir Davos has a special place in my heart. But Tormund Giants Vein is such an amazing character in Game of Thrones. Uh, this figure is way too late, in my opinion. It's an easy and definite pickup for me. Uh, I love Tormund. Uh, it's been, dude, I mean, if it looks like this, and we all know 3-0 has a real problem with delivering on their sculpts. Yeah. Uh, if it looks like this, dude, easy, easy, easy pickup. I cannot wait to see more of this figure. And what's really great is the fact that they're making season seven characters still. I'm I'm fingers crossed, Dean. Fingers crossed for a Jamie Lannister season. Dude, season for seven. real, man. For real. Um yeah, Tormund Giants Bane needs his own show. I dude, honestly. 
I would have boycotted the sh- the last season if Tormund had died. The only reason I'm content with how it ended is because he's alive. I I love Tormund so much, dude. Spoiler alert. Uh, we do not have a price on this one yet, but the oh, second we hear one, uh, we will let you guys know. Whatever it is, it's not enough. Uh, Dean would pay any amount. Damn Toys put up a teaser on their Facebook page that they're making a godfather vito corleone one six skill figure they're also doing a life-size statue and a one-third statue this is the only photo that they showed yesterday which is just a screenshot from the film but the fact oh. that that license is being picked up is fantastic i've literally no, makes oh okay okay i was gonna say yeah uh, Green Wolf Studios put up an announcement. They said, you may have painted them in miniature scale. You've seen them fighting the enemies of the Emperor in countless tabletop games. And you've seen them come to life in video games. Now, for the first time, you'll have the opportunity to see the Astra Militarum produced as lifelike one six scale collectible figures. Uh, these are from Warhammer 40K, and their first figure is going to be a Cadian officer. Uh, no pictures of the figure yet, but I think it's really interesting what Warhammer has been doing the last few years with Bandai, McFarlane, and now Green Wolf Studios being licensed to produce figures based on uh, this property. Uh, going for the Cadian Officer as the first release is kind of a weird one. You'd think they'd do like an Ultramarine, but uh, that's what they're making. And, uh, it sounds like a, a different language you're speaking. Like, I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so... I, um, <laughs> Let me try to Acadian officer based just like a human, like like a, a army soldier. Okay. And in the game, uh, the human forces are divided into like the Imperial Guard or the Astra Militarum. They had to rename it because they couldn't trademark Imperial Guard. Yeah. And and those are just basic humans. Like there's trillions of these soldiers in the gal in the galaxy, right? Okay. The Ultramarines are kind of like the Master Chief type fighters, like you know, the best of the best bred for this. And they go through a lot of augmentation. So for them to lead off, this is almost like if a new company got the halo license yeah. and let it off with like a UNSC grunt. Okay. Like, okay. That's, that's cool. But that's also like the least cool thing that you could have done, <laughs> you know? Okay. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? So it, it's not like, um, there's way cooler things I think they could have done, but this does leave the door open for some cool things like Necrons and Tau, uh, or even of course, Ultramarines in six scale. And uh, I really want this so yeah, bad. To this succeed. Also, it's one of those things. Cause you know, you want to see those other figures. Um, and it's almost like you ha- almost have to buy this to support it for it to exactly. happen. So, I mean, maybe that's, they did that on purpose. Like, get money out the door you know what i mean yeah and i will say this i as a warhammer fan that can't afford the time or the space to play the game anymore um i think it's fantastic to see these entering the realm of toys especially especially with the mcfarlane uh release because those are 20 30 figures they're releasing a necron and an ultramarine i mean you can't go wrong there it's it's super exciting for me as a collector uh this was a third party company i haven't seen much details about this it's a uh, zoy uh, 006 mulan uh not really much to say about it because like i said i haven't seen a price i haven't seen a pre-order um it looks okay that's i think that's the best thing i can say about it the outfit looks great i just don't think the sculpt is there yeah um we've seen some posts about collectors that want hot toys to make the um uh to make this character but there's just some amount of political stuff like with statements the actress has made that you know might be uh too hot of a thing for them to touch but we'll see they've made several figures of the live action stuff uh, in the past and you know maybe hot toys will make it maybe they won't but we have a third-party company that is at least giving collectors a chance to um own some representation of this character in their collection yeah um i mean it looks cool uh i i mean i wouldn't buy it i, I think even if i really like the movie i mean maybe i guess i would change my mind but i don't know it's like to me mulan isn't <laughs> this you know what i mean yeah um like but i'm stubborn and you know maybe if i see the movie i'll be like yeah i gotta have it but i mean as i am right now like it looks cool um but 
Not for you. Yeah, not for me at all. Dean, the spawn Kickstarter did post an update. You want to share with the listeners what uh, what that update was? Yeah, so I got the update. This is the cape. Um, obviously, it will sit in the on the back of the character, and it folds open. You can see the hinges right there. These were test uh, samples that they got from the factory to make sure the hinges worked properly and they didn't break. So it it comes open, and then it will also close. Uh-huh. Um, and then these are all the weapons. So there's like a uh, uh, military rifle, like a futuristic rifle, a sword, these uh, meat hooks. I don't think that pistol is one of them. But uh, yeah, just another quick update from Todd McFarlane. It's really cool because he's the one that shoots these videos. So like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I put in the money for this Kickstarter and he's actually the one giving the updates, which is nice. Like it feels like Dude, Todd is wild. Like he posted he, that video. The man making the decisions. It's not like some dude in an office somewhere. Like yeah. the samples go to Todd himself. Like he he loves his creation that much that he's that hands-on, which is just a I mean, you know me, I don't like giving to Kickstarters like for toy companies, but I mean the man himself is pouring over every detail himself. It's just uh, refreshing, I guess. Yeah. Cause like, I guarantee like the people at Haslab who are getting your money, just like a bunch of dudes behind a computer. Like they don't care. They're just there to make a toy like this. Like he has a stake in this character and this figure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. It's just really cool. I mean, dude, Todd is wild. He posted that Batman, like the new Batman that he's making. Right, oh, yeah, and he had the prototype in a Tupperware container. I was like, dude, what a fucking savage! <laughs> what a that was actually really cool looking Batman. I didn't like it, but I just love the fact that he just had that thing. I mean, but I guess, like, I mean, well, where would you, you don't have a box for it? You just put it, yeah. <laughs> so, Thomas was all rattling around. He's got a really unique character design style that he does. Do not like it, and um, yeah, I mean, it's not for everybody. I like the tactical look of like someone, you know like an urban like batman is like an urban fighter so he would need all kinds of shit you know get in all these patches but yeah. uh, todd said that they're giving him a little more leeway on the figures that he's making so you could see more of that down the line i think it's pretty cool i wish we had pictures of that batman now that we're talking about it i don't but, know man i don't get paid enough uh <laughs> the incinerator trooper it wasn't on the show sheet so i didn't make it i forgot yeah. the incinerator trooper was released we did have this as a speculation for uh last week i mean i think it's as good as anyone might have thought it would be it's a repainted stormtrooper with a flamethrower uh also released i was a little worried because we went into monday and we hadn't seen anything yet but alita battle angel did release in hong kong i think that this figure looks so fantastic <laughs> holy shit i i really want to get it now yeah um but just yeah, mario cortez in the chat but dude what do you think about alita i think it's i think it's great yeah, the well, the movies kick ass so to have alita on the shelf the box art is really cool the articulation of this figure is crazy um which if you've seen the movie it makes total sense so mm-hmm. it's nice to see that it's capable um yeah i think it's i think it's fantastic dude. slam dunk yeah uh dean i i think it's important for us having a, a voice in the community to make the call dean for hashtag re-release black panther yeah. by hot toys uh We've seen um, in, you know, since the news of Chadwick's passing, uh, we've seen a lot of um, people coming in and trying to profit off of this. Uh, I know that there's some stores that have been caught, you know, explained away some issues. I I don't know. But um, there's been a lot of people that have been uh, taking advantage of it. And we'll get into it later with Grants My Gears. But uh, I think if you're a collector, if you want to see your fellow collectors uh, be able to get this figure, you know, use the hashtag hashtag. We release black Panther and we'll see if we can, um, you know, maybe get some traction going there. Yeah. Cause this uh, is, this is one of those figures that it was it just always really expensive. Um, yeah. You know, I always have my rule that I don't spend a certain amount of money. Um, 
and the aftermarket on these things was always like ridiculous yeah uh, manny says not now it's way too soon for a re-release so when kobe passed like maybe a week and a half later yeah. uh interbay had announced that they were doing another run of the kobe. the kobe of that version i think it was the latest one they had released um you know i think in order to settle the market and to allow people to get one i think it would be i mean me personally like obviously i don't really have a stake in the game i've owned yeah. the figure once and i've also owned the first one as well um you know way in the past um i just think that uh i think it would be a cool thing for them to do you know yeah yeah because we had this conversation with um uh, our buddy optical because uh, he was like well are you really a fan or are you just in the hype because you know he passed away which is a fair argument um i made the again the same point like well like this those figures were always really expensive um so maybe somebody had to prioritize other figures over it um not only or, that, but I mean, you don't know everyone's situation. Exactly. Um, like we talked about last week that, you know, things shouldn't be released like Mark 47, but this is such a total different case of, you know, why we're calling for it. Um, you know, I guess we'll see what happens. We've heard some rumors that this may be in the works already, but, uh, you know, yeah, cause Hobbes, they really don't like to see people scalping. Exactly. Their the own figures, products. Yeah, it's like, why are people charging a thousand dollars for the Mark Forty Seven? Fuck it, re-release it. Why are yeah, people charging seven hundred dollars for Doctor Strange? Re-release it. Why are people spending five hundred bucks on Spider Man? We'll just re-release it. Like, they do it quite a bit, um, especially with the homemade suit too, tech suit and homemade suit. Yeah, um, I believe they did. Then they did that with Han Solo a long time ago. Because I know he got released. Yeah, that they didn't really build it as a official re-release, but they it, it was based like a second production run. Well, after oh, it, was, okay. it was Han Solo, Chewbacca, and I believe Obi Wan. So yeah. Um, um, so if they see people going outrageous on the aftermarket with their figure, I feel like they would be like, "Hey, like let's we need to like fix the market." Um, and, yeah, yeah, I think it's smart. Sean says uh, Chad was the kindest person I have ever known. And that's from someone that, uh, that actually knew him. And, you know, I think Chadwick um, dealt with uh, everything that he dealt with, with uh, strength and dignity. And, uh, you know, you know, he, he played a lot of iconic uh, figures. uh, And I think, you know, now I think he himself is an icon. So, uh, it's really sad. Um, it literally took everyone by surprise. Everybody was like, what? No way. Get out of here. But uh, unfortunately, it is true and very, very sad. Yeah. Oh, it's time for, <laughs> for a sponsor tag. Now I'm in a, I'm in a bummed out mood. Sorry, Wado. I know. <laughs> we want to take a uh, second to thank our friends over at Wado Scrapyard for sponsoring this week's episode. You can find them on Instagram at Wado Scrapyard on Facebook and eBay. It's also their name on those stores. They make 3D printed parts for hard to come by Kenner and Hasbro vehicles, as well as resin printed head sculpts of dozens of different characters in the Star Wars universe and any universe you could think of. If, if you don't see a character you like on their Instagram, send Sean a message, send him some reference pictures, and he will get it done in record time at a reasonable price. He's amazing. We also wanted to plug uh, Bruce Falconer's Dragon Amnesty Kickstarter. Uh, it is a, We had a great little interview with Bruce, and uh, if you're a fan of Dragon Ball uh, Z, which is a show that he produced over 200 episodes of music for, uh, then I highly recommend that you check it out and uh, hopefully we can get our boy Bruce. Uh, hopefully we can get his uh, music funded. Uh, we have a tiny bit of breaking news, Dean live on the air. Really? Uh, Hot toys mean? did post that they are uh, making a, let's see. So it says hot toys collectibles. Hashtag venom is an inky black symbiotic alien who needs a living body as a host to survive and achieve its goals. Explore the symbiote's dark charms from Hot Toys' upcoming creations, transforming one six collectible figures and baby collectibles with Venom twist inspired by movies, comics, and animations. 
Very cool there. And the photo that they showed was so um, Venom. Yeah, Venom was wow. this graphic here. So uh, Hot Toys may be into the six scale Venom market. Uh, but yeah, uh, didn't they do the uh, what's that little thing called? Cosbabies. Yeah, they did the Cosbaby. Uh huh. That's cool. Dean, let's talk about Chadwick Boseman for a little bit. I know we talked about it on Optical Stream, and yeah. I know we also uh, talked about it um, on our own little show on Saturday. Uh, I think you said it really well. Like, you know, he's someone that is now an icon, or has been and is now yeah. an icon. Like, this Especially is now. Um, but you said it on our stream. You're like, he transcended the role of the black Panther. Yeah. Um, and he symbolized a lot for the, the black community. Um, yeah. So he was already an icon, yeah. but to go from playing icons to being one. I don't, I mean, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head that has achieved that. Um, but yeah. uh, especially now that he's passed, it, it holds, I think a little more significance. Um to a testament of, of his character, like what he was going through and all that he achieved while going through it is mind blowing. Yeah. I, I think that's really important to mention because, you know, just being a person in, in these roles and doing these pressers and everything is, is a thing in itself. Uh, but to be doing these things while giving us civil war, Marshall, black Panther, infinity war in game, 21 bridges, five bloods, and going through the physical and mental toll that cancer has on your body is um, it's remarkable that uh, that he was able to do what he did and to be so brave, you know, to to take time to visit, um, you know, children that have been sick and to communicate with them, um, you know, knowing what he was also experiencing is um, it was. Uh, I mean, that one really, really, like, I, you know, it, that one really hurt. Like, I feel like I haven't slept well these past few days just thinking about, like, how big of an impact this person had and what this person's future had in store for them. And then for them to be lost to this horrible uh, disease was just, um, I mean, literally, I, 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 we mentioned this, like, it's, there's a few times in our lives where pieces of news are so impactful that you will always remember uh, where you were when this happened, you know? Yeah. And uh, I, it's crazy because, you know, doing what we do when it happened for like 30 minutes afterwards, we were, I don't know about you, Dean, but I was getting a lot of messages and texts from people that were, you know, like, Hey, like, do you know anything? Is this a, a, a hope? You know, the, the best case is like, is it was maybe a troll, you know, post. Yeah. And for 30 minutes, just my phone going off, like of, of, members asking in the different chats that we were in going in and talking about it. It, it, um, you know, I, I just, I, I think the, the world really lost a, a beautiful soul and, uh, you know, it, it really, um, it really sucks, man. Yeah. Um, it really sucks. Scott says, uh, great respect for Chadwick. What an amazing human being and an actor. Uh, Toy Mafia said he was great in the Black Panther, and uh, like I said, there's been some some chalks of uh, potentially a re-release. Chad said, or Sean says Chad was an amazing person. I remember the first time I talked with him and Kugler. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know if you guys want to hear a little bit longer of our thoughts, we did a stream last Saturday, and um, you know because we have cohorts that are off this week and you know pete really wanted to talk you know some of his thoughts about it and yeah you know, we had yeah, i don't well. think he records until next week so he's like yeah. i'm gonna have to wait two weeks fern says 2020 is really a buzzkill but uh yeah i think uh smh smh i think chadwick is uh you know lost too soon and uh just someone that uh like sean says, is a real superhero yeah. You know, I think I think uh, these days, you know, we get a lot of actors that play heroes. I mean, just think at Endgame, there's what, like 40, 30, 20, however many heroes. And uh, 
you know, just the fact that he was able to transcend that role and give the black community something to really get behind. I think that that is, uh, it's, it's really good. Danny Lee says we lost one of the good guys. Mario says, love this performance and get on up. So believable as James Brown. My favorite film of his is actually Jackie Robinson. I think that was, uh, that's a really good film. Uh, me and Victoria watched it a few times. It's a really good film. Uh, Dean, let's get into grinds my gears a bit early, but, uh, it's people, man, scalping this figure, Black Panther. Yeah, the sec- like literally within like 30, 40 minutes of the news of him passing away. Yeah. People started trying to scalp for it. I um I I just don't know what to say. If it's one <laughs> thing if you have a a uh, a thing on eBay and it was like around you know two fifty three hundred dollars. The news broke, and all of a sudden everyone starts bidding on it. That's a different story. Well, but that actually you, did happen. But and when that, you, and that got trolled, yeah. But when you go on to a a public forum where people you can be judged by the court of public opinion, yeah. I mean, you're really asking for it, and um, I was. I'm glad to see that the collecting community wasn't having it um, and really ripping in the people. Uh, I mean, even uh, Damien from small talk was fucking trolling people on Mercari, which is good. Cause it's like, it's just disgusting. It's like, it's not like <laughs> the market has been set. You know what I mean? Like you're artificially just ripping people off. Yeah. Just because someone has passed away, and it's just—it's disgusting. Gross. It's disgusting. Um, yeah. Now, like, let's just say in like four or five months, that figure is going for a thousand bucks every day, every night. That's one thing, but it's—I don't know, dude. It's just—I feel almost dirty even talking about it. Yeah, we. Won't well, there's some people that have no, no qualms of oh this person died let me rip people off for their merchandise because you know people are going to want it um and i was talking about this on ebay there was a guy that um had sold it i think like right before the news passed like the day before or i think like right before and then um he canceled the sale because he said oh my kid heard the news like he's really sad and then tried listing it again on ebay for yeah, a much a, much higher price. What a fucking a butthole, dude. Um, Sean says he gave kids of color and African Americans a true role model. Scott says disgusting to try and profit off of something like this. Chris says let people grieve and pay their respects. No respect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, Dean, your mom says profiting off someone like that is a sin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, I mean, like I said, I was really glad to see the community together <laughs> as a whole. Like, nah, fuck you, people. Um, because, you know, I talked about it with optical. I was like, you know, sometimes this situation is, um, the fire somebody needs lit under their ass to make a decision, you know, like, damn it. I sh- you know, I, I do really want a black Panther in my collection and I want a piece of his legacy. I want to be able to display it, you know, and, <laughs> And then you're met with like, oh yeah, you want it? It's a thousand dollars because I have it. It's like, yeah, that's gross, dude. It's really gross. Sean asked that he's got to go. See you later, Sean. See you, Sean. You can get that uh, Black Panther re-release. But uh, some great thoughts by Sean as someone that actually uh, worked with Chadwick. Uh, Dean, our movie of the week is the conclusion of our uh, Apes trilogy, the yes. modern uh, reboot redo prequel um let's talk about it so um in this film caesar and his apes are forced into a deadly conflict with an army of humans led by a ruthless colonel woody harrelson after the apes suffer unimaginable losses caesar wrestles with his darker instincts and begins his own mythic quest to avenge his kind as the journey finally brings him face to face caesar and the colonel are pitted against each other in an epic battle that will determine the fate of both of their species and the future of the planet what do you think about it holy shit dude this movie so the first one pretty it's amazing second one really fun to watch just sit back watch the action unfold it's great it's got a great story this one i think 
I think for me, knowing that there was a third movie, I could enjoy the second one with the anticipation of, I know there's a second movie or another movie after this. Mm-hmm. But this one, there is no sequel. So I have no idea how this movie is going to end. I have a general idea because I like Planet of the Apes. So I kind of know how the story goes. Yeah. But uh, again, this isn't like a an actual uh, prequel. It's like a retelling of maybe a different story. Yeah. Um, so I'm already invested in Caesar. The movie starts off with fucking tragedy. One of the <laughs> well, opening scenes. Dude, holy shit. I was like, oh my god. Not like this. No, dude, for real. Um, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Like I said, the second movie, I could sit back, relax, think, oh, that's cool. Like, oh, like, wonder what's going to happen. This one, I was just like biting my nails, like, oh my God, what is about to happen? Holy shit. Like, I think I enjoyed this one the most. The second one's really good, but I think this one impressed me more, especially yeah. with what they did with Caesar and the humans. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good, dude. This movie fucking rocked. I love this film. I was so I was bummed someone, I didn't see these. In I theater. was someone that that waited, every, like you know, saw each one opening night and waited years for the next one. Um, I, I mean, this trilogy is a masterpiece. I know we've talked about this almost endlessly, but uh, if you have not seen it, it's fantastic. And this this whole trilogy was spurred on by the X Plus by Star Ace uh, Caesar uh, vinyl statue. I'm going to be picking it up for sure. I encourage you guys to watch it and consider it. It's it's fantastic. Um, I might pick it up too, dude. Dean, do you have a movie for next week? Yeah, dude. Drive with Ryan Gosling. Where can I watch Drive? Where can Netflix watch Drive? It's on Netflix, really? Yeah, streaming on Netflix. I just watched it the other day. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, the movie for next week is Drive. And hopefully, do you, do you have an ETA on your drive figure being delivered? Uh, I think I want to say it was Friday. Yeah, Friday. It could be cool. wrong. Uh, Fernando, I think War, Dawn, and Rise, you have to buy them on Voodoo. Unfortunately, I do not think that they're able to stream. When we when we pick this, right, because I own them, so I just plop them in the Blu-ray player or right. just stream it. Um, when we decided we were going to do this as a, a set of three, it said that Netflix was streaming them, but and Hulu, and Hulu, but apparently not. So, unfortunately, yeah. with these, you have to buy them. They were on Hulu, but you had to buy the Hulu Premium Cinemax. No, because I have Hulu Premium. Oh, yeah, so yeah you had to right. buy like Cinemax. a channel on Hulu, kind of like Amazon. They have like channels, like HBO's on Amazon. Uh, it was like, oh, to stream this movie, like you have to buy the packet. I was like, god damn it. Uh, Sean has a question uh, about Drive. He said, is that the one with the driver named Baby? I don't know where you got that from. You're trolling. I, Sean, you're dead to me. <laughs> if he you're said, not, like, oh, that's a different movie. He's a baby. baby, but also a driver. I don't know, man. Everyone's a baby at some point. You know what I mean? Um, great film. Uh, great <laughs> film. I'm excited to watch Drive. Oh, I've never seen it. Bigger? Wait, what? Did our Patreon list get bigger? Uh, it did. Wow. It did actually, Dean. It's time to give them their uh, their one of their benefits. Yeah, Ben Porter, Griffin Campbell, Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, Leo Hernandez, Danny Lee, Sweet Angel, Danny Martin, Stephen Kret. Where's Stephen? He's on the chat. I miss that guy. Jason Nelson, Big Old Ferns, King Zach, Caesar Mariquin, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Purchase, the troll himself, Sean Yahtzee, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, and the Stanleys, my mom and stepdad. What a bunch of guys. Steve and Maria, you guys are the bomb. Um, yeah, bunch of bunch of great people. Our Patreon rewards, uh, they're gonna go out a little late this 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 month we normally try to get them out by like the six i think it'll be about the 10th that they come out the only fools in collecting sticker and the small talk jump the shark sticker now we had a little <laughs> bit of a we had a little bit of a miscommunication damien and i and oh. damien placed a small order for the hollow jump the shark stickers so oh. uh i think we have like 10 of these so if you're a patreon and you did want the hollow i i only have like a few to give because i think some of the hosts are going to get some of these uh, but we are placing the order tomorrow for the Jump the Shark stickers. 
Uh, and as soon as those come in, we'll get everyone's Patreon packages out. Also a benefit for the $15 tier, the very exclusive I Quit the Show sticker, which you can see here. Let me go solo cam here. But this is, uh, oh, oh, there we go, very exclusive sticker of the I Quit the Show. Uh, so definitely if you want to uh, support that top tier, please let us know. Uh, the tiers are as follows. Sweet Angel, $5. Uh, you get a sticker sent straight to your door and access to the After Dark feed. The $15 tier is the certified crispy certificate on your first pledge. Uh, free sculpt painted by Darkside Customs. We're sending a whole box of sculpts to Ian uh, probably in the next two weeks, so that's going to be pretty cool. I can help you with any figure fixes that you have that are reasonable. Just message me beforehand and all the benefits of the previous tier, including the uh, the I Quit the Show sticker. We also did, Dean, have some big news. We're officially, oh, yeah. we're officially, we officially have our own mailing address. It yeah. is uh, 588, or first off, Collecting Weekly. It has to be addressed at Collecting Weekly, right? Um, 5886 Avala Road, D-E-Z-A-V-A-L-A Road, Suite 102, Box Number 292, San Antonio, Texas 78249. If you want to send us some fan mail, uh, something to check out for the channel, you can send it. Please note, everything is a one-way trip. So, um, you know, if you want to send us something to review, just... Uh, unfortunately it'll be a one-way trip but uh yeah we've been talking about getting this for a while and uh, we finally have done it we finally have have uh gotten a, a little bit of a p.o box set up so again it's uh 5886 days of all our road suite 102 box 292 uh san antonio texas 78249 chris said he's going to send us some naughty pinups there's a Chris here in town just drop him off. <laughs> yeah, right. Danny Lee says, look, it's not I'm trying to be a dick, but like if you send me something, then I have to deal with the hassle of sending it back. Yeah, but if it's for the channel, it. if like let's just say Danny Lee sends you a figure he wants you to review, but it's his figure, I feel like it's fair to send it back. Look, if I have time, I'll send it back, but this is mostly for like I don't know. Like, I don't think people are going to send us a hot toy to review. No, I don't, I'm just I don't saying. have time to review hot toys. All right. I got my hands full with this. Hey, there he is. Steven Kratz. Steven, just, of course, Steven's in the chat. I just shouted him out. Look, like, again, the one way trip thing, I'm not trying to be a dick, but I just don't <laughs> have time to deal with reboxing, sending. Oh, Dean, we are slammed with this show. Okay. That's true. We this is mostly like if you want to send us like a poster, or, like send us a letter, or, like, some fan math. art. Leonardo says some math, the yeah, fan art. If you want to send us some memes, don't, that's fine too. Don't send us any. Yeah, math, please don't please. send us math. I'm not even sure how that would work, but um, yeah, I just want to put it out there. Generally speaking, most things you send will be a one-way trip. Okay, it's like if it's something you need to get sent back, we can hash it out. But for now, one-way trip. There you go. I've, that's a yeah, better way of saying it. Yeah, I. Um, Danny says, "Get that intern, my guy. We don't make enough money to have an intern." Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah, yet. We're if you like our show. Nerves. You can uh, join us at Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. It's a fantastic Facebook group. Uh, we are nearing 300 members, but it's where we, uh, you know, when the days we're not recording or even the days we are recording, we're in there sharing some behind the scenes stuff, uh, sharing some uh, some laughs, some memes. For instance, he's going to send us a big bags of a big bag of dicks. Yeah, the six so scale not, ones. I'm not going to waste my time sending back a bag of dicks. That's I'm true. Sorry. Chris says it's going to keep candy. them all and hoard them for himself. Yeah, right. Uh, let's talk about our network, Dean. Auction yeah. is uh, Oxion. Uh, we are going live, I believe it's September 19th. So if you have want to sell, I need to start getting some photos of your items. Um, that way I, we can start advertising them. Uh, we are collecting weekly. We record every Tuesday at 8.30. Collecting rarities, they're episode two, three. I don't remember. They should be up uh, this week, hopefully. It's supposed to be up last week, but we'll get them uh, back on track. Small talk, uh, they're recording tomorrow. They're not recording Thursday. They're recording tomorrow uh, due to Dylan going on a little bit of a break. Joy of hobbying. Uh, we'll get back uh, to doing some tutorials here in a bit, but uh, that is my hobbying show, Only Fools in Collecting. They recorded last week, and so their audio is hitting the feed this Thursday. Collecting comics, they uploaded on Sunday, episode three. It's a two-part episode, uh, and so or episode four rather. It's a two-part episode. After dark, Dean. Do we have a, maybe we can do Thursday after dark since small talk is not going to be on the air? Yeah. 
After Dark, expect that Thursday around 10.30 to 11. And Creeps R Us uploaded their last episode uh, last Friday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Great show there. Definitely a great show there. Fern says, what are the rules of what we can sell on auction? Just one six and one twelve. Oh, Honestly, you can sell anything, but I'll be totally honest. I feel like probably like one six is the move. Like sell whatever you want, but I don't think... You know, I was talking to Danny Lee about this, but it seems like we have a lot of six scale collect like, by, by nature. We have a lot of six scale collectors. I don't think we have enough Transformers collectors in our group to really make Transformers sell well. And we do have a very small number of like Black Series and Marvel Legends collectors. So you're welcome to try to sell those, but whether or not they'll actually sell is kind of uh, up in the air. I think Hot Toys or like other one six scale, definitely if you want to sell those, definitely let us know. But, uh, or figure arts, those are always pretty good. Figure arts as well. So um Leonardo Leonardo says, Can I not get the other stickers for one I quit the show? I guess. Yeah, if anyone wants to do it on Patreon, if you just want the I quit the show sticker, maybe we can work something out because um Toy Mafia, if you want to join the Facebook group, let us know for sure. We'll let you in the Facebook group. Collecting Big Auxiliary. Uh Dean, we have some shout-outs to give. Uh, our friends over at Six Scale Scavengers, Brian, Chris, and TC, yeah, yeah. and Parker Files, the new member of their team. They're oh. building, uh, building, doing some big things over there, uh, yes. pushing us to do better. Uh, I know one thing that I saw Brian do last week, which was add chapters to the show, and uh, we're going to adopt that as well. It's very easy to do, especially with the slides. Uh, so we'll be doing that as well going forward. Uh, but yeah, Brian, Chris, TC, a bunch of sweet angels. Uh, big shout out to everyone that tuned in live tonight. Dean, do you have any other shout outs that uh, we should give? Absolutely not. Bruce Falconer for joining us for the interview earlier today. What a guy. Dude, that was amazing. If you like Dragon Ball Z and the music specifically, check, check out, out Dragon Amnesty on Kickstarter. Uh, it's definitely going to be a fan backed project. You know, I he's not a guy it. that's like a billionaire that just has a shitload of money to throw around he's uh um, he's a guy that wants to make some music for the fans dude i'm fairly certain he's probably not gonna get any money out of that um he's gotta pay the orchestra and yep. the recording studio time that's expensive i mean you saw the rates on the website it was like two four or five hundred bucks an hour like depending on yeah. what studio you're using and he's yeah. going full orchestra so you know he's gonna be using a big space um that it's literally a passion project. I don't think uh, if he gets anything, it'll probably be enough to buy some McDonald's. So uh, yeah, go ahead and he was so nice him. with this time. You know what I mean? And just a nice guy. I was I, the whole time. I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Right. The, the man that composed the music to our childhood and uh, he's from Texas. So I mean, Danny says, when is the collab with SSS six skill scavengers going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> We've, We've been, been trying for like two years. Yeah. Uh, we have to have our people contact their people. Sean yeah. says, yeah, it's been teased for like a year. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, their their schedule is really hectic. I mean, how many episodes do they have? Uh, 51. Yeah, so, I mean, we're at, you know, what episode is this? 124, I think. Yeah, like, I don't know. They, they really have to, you know, sit down and schedule their shows really uh precisely so it's super hard for us to be like yeah but we'll, let's make that happen i'll message brian anyways guys i'm zach Bean. catch you on the next episode bye